0: Hi guys, I just wanted to hop on before today's episode and share a little bit of news. Today is actually the launch of my third novel, Until I Find You, which is about a blind widow, Rebecca Gray, who believes her three month old son Jackson has been swapped for another baby and no one will believe her. (laughs) So it was such a fun book to write, but today it is available wherever books are sold. And I'm not usually um, one to ask for help, but anything that you can do to help support authors during this time, even if it's not me, (laughs) but buying books from your local bookstore, leaving a review on Amazon or Goodreads, it makes a difference. Now more than ever, um, when authors can't get out and do events and really build buzz in the real world, Anything you can do from behind your computer or to spread the word, whether it's on social media, a newsletter, whatever, it all helps. Um, I'm going to link to the show notes where you can buy a book if you feel so inclined or want to leave a review or spread the word or just check it out. But again, the name of the book is Until I Find You Out Today. And welcome the very first solo episode of the Right Way Podcast. I have some super exciting content today um, and a little bit personal in nature because today, when you're listening to this podcast, is actually the launch day of my third book, Until I Find You, which is baffling. It's not only baffling to promote a book during this time, to release a book during this time, but just to figure out how it's all gonna go, not trying to force anything or worry about sales. Um, My brain is kind of in a million different areas. And I know for so many authors during this time, they have actually launched during quarantine. And I've been doing some intel to see, you know, what's worked for them, what hasn't worked for them, what they've tried, what they haven't tried. But I think it's really you know, it's very important whether you're going through a pandemic or not to actually think about the launch of your book. And I feel like this is something that a lot of people don't really take time to think about. We think about when we get the book deal, we think about the book becoming a bestseller. We think about seeing our book in a bookstore, but we don't think about the actual act of selling the book and what that means. And the very first lesson I learned when I got my book deal in 2018, I was so excited. I had stars in my eyes. Getting that book deal was still to this day the most exciting thing I think that's ever happened to me. And then I very quickly started to realize, like, oh, oh no, like <laughs> there are expectations and sales quotas to meet. And there's going to be this line that I either cross uh, to become successful or that I don't like I what about if I don't make my advance back what about if I sell a hundred thousand copies what about if my world changes and more importantly what about if my world doesn't change and all of these things started swimming in my head so I I removed the emotion from it I removed the fear from it and I once again said okay This is the launch of my very first product. I'm I'm bringing a product to market. What does that look like and what does that mean? And something that I figured out very early on is that reader awareness and engagement come before selling books. So this should be the very first thing you focus on before you actually launch a book. I I feel like so many of us, when we're going to launch a product, launch a book, It's all about like that release day and, you know, the few weeks that come after it. But we're all like scrambling and we make a mad dash to like do these last ditch efforts or hire a publicist or do all of these things. And I've been guilty of it every time instead of laying a very clear roadmap to what launch is actually going to look like. So taking that time before your book comes out to build your audience it's it's the number one thing finding your readers knowing what your goals are both as a writer and with each individual book we talk about that a lot on this podcast but that can actually kind of lead you to figure out what a successful launch means to you. So maybe that's selling 10,000 copies in the first week. Maybe it's selling 500 copies in the first month. But I think you have to get very clear on what a successful launch looks like for you. So I would say that that is number one. The moment you sign that book deal, start thinking about that launch. Start thinking about what will equate success to you, to your publisher, to your team, what those expectations are, I think that's something we don't talk a lot about is, okay, in my publisher's eyes, how many books am I going to have to sell for this to be successful? And for a lot of them, that's okay. Well, hopefully you'll make your advance back well within a year or in the first few months, but don't be afraid to ask those questions. I think the numbers part of this, it's such a numbers game and we're so afraid to talk about the numbers um, so many authors i know like don't look at their sales figures there's actually something called amazon author central that you can log on to every friday and it will show you your numbers of sales and it's it's roughly about 85% of all sales And it doesn't show you your ebook sales, unfortunately, but it does give you a clear picture when you have a huge spike in sales and then it starts to dip and and you can dig in a little bit. I mean, knowledge is power, especially when you're launching to see where you're launching, to see where you're selling books, to see how you're selling books. So figure out what success looks like for you for a launch. Then... Something I wish I had thought about and I didn't <laughs> before the fact is decide what kind of book launch you actually really want. So I always equate this to planning a wedding. Um, you know, by the end of it, you just want to like go away. You want it all to be over so you can just get back to normal life. And launch can feel the same way. Launching a book can, it can feel the same way. If you do start your outreach, though, ahead of time and you define what type of book launch you want you can really hone in on the specific areas that are important to you and just ditch the rest. Because if you Google this, like how to have a successful book launch, there are endless articles that come up. So rather than trying to do everything Pick a few things that you can do and then do them well. So when I was getting ready to launch, I discovered um, this guy named Tim Grawl, who actually lives in Nashville. He's a book launch strategist. Uh, he works with authors. He's worked with a ton of best-selling authors. He is an author himself. And he always says that there are four types of launches. So there is a bestseller launch, which means you're really going after that bestseller list in a very concentrated period of time. So for most of us to hit a list, um, you have to sell X amount of copies within the first week of launch to hit that list, and that that um, number of books can vary. So it can be anywhere from three thousand copies up to seven thousand copies, which doesn't sound like a lot, but since the, <laughs> the average book you know, good Lord, it says that it sells maybe like 3,000 copies in its lifetime, then you can see how actually selling thousands of books within the first week can be a little bit challenging. But if you want to go after a bestseller launch, if you're going to go after a list, that is going to take you on a totally different trajectory than these other launches. The second kind of launch is a list launch. So what does that mean? It means that you are launching directly to your own list of fans, and this can come via social media. This can come via your email newsletter or your personal community. And sometimes these list launches are really great because you've already done all of the work to have a very engaged community, and you can hone in on the people that you speak directly to on a regular basis. So when you do have that product to sell, they are there. They're kind of like a street team ready to spread the word of your product or your book. The third type of launch, which is super popular, is the influencer launch. So connecting to influencers on social media so they can promote your book. And for a lot of people who don't have a big following on social media, but you can connect with other people who do, this can be a wonderful strategy. So say you know someone, so say you have maybe 500 followers, but you know five people who might have 10,000 followers, and they agree to do a post or an Instagram story or a Facebook Live or an interview with you, and they're gonna organically promote your book. Now, there are some paid sponsorships, of course, for the really big influencers. But if you start combing through your network and seeing people that actually have an engaged following and they agree, maybe you you base something on reciprocity so you're doing something for them, they're doing something for you, this can be a very, very successful way to launch. So influencer launch. So, so far we have bestseller launch, list launch, influencer launch. The last and I think the, the most effective launch is what's called the long game launch. I say it all the time. Joe and I say it all all the time. But this is a long game. Um, I just had a call with my editor about just where I am. We went over edits for my fourth book. We we're talking about the future. And you know, so many authors just want to constantly rise to that next level. If you're not a bestseller yet, you want to be a bestseller. If you're a bestseller, you want to be a mega bestseller. And you know, you there's nowhere really to move but up Um, with every book. You want every launch to be more successful than the last. And one of the best ways to do that is through a long game strategy. So this is really using promotional strategies over a long period of time. So this can actually include kind of every single launch I've listed beforehand, but you're not trying to cram everything in within the first week or two of launch. You're actually extending that out over months, years sometimes. Um, I say this a lot, but your book is a product. It should be evergreen in nature, which means you can promote this for the rest of your life. Like the fact that I have these three books, if I decided tomorrow, like, you know, I'm going to take a break from fiction writing, I can still get royalties on those books and still push those books and still hope that they sell for as long as they are in print. So it's a really good strategy to think about. It takes the pressure off of just not having to like cram absolutely everything into those first two weeks after launch. So those are the four different launches, bestseller, list launch, influencer, and a long game launch. So think about What would work the best for you? The next thing I would say for a launch is really, okay, so we're we're deciding what success looks like. We're deciding on what type of launch we want and then deciding where you actually want to put your attention. So as authors, we're told all different sorts of things. You have to be on social media. You need to do events. No, don't do events. Hire a publicist don't hire a publicist. It can be very overwhelming, draining, and confusing when you're already overwhelmed enough. So, I once got some invaluable advice from Michelle Campbell, who's one of my favorite thriller writers. I met her right before I was published. I was moderating a panel in person at Politics and Prose in Washington DC. It was so fun. I was with four amazing published authors and I was so excited like because my launch was right around the corner. And I remember sitting down with her and I was like, if you're gonna spend money or if you're going to put all of your attention in one place to promote a book, where should you do it? And she is a veteran in this industry. She's also a best-selling author and she was like, Put your money in digital marketing. That's kind of where your readers are. They're showing up online. You know, events are great. And it was funny that we were actually at an event. We had four authors there, four very like popular authors, publicized the shit out of that event. And I swear, I think we had like 15 people in the audience or something, and it was still so fun. But, but she kind of proved the point is that unless you were a huge status and you're selling out arenas or conferences or whatever, you know, doing events and doing traditional bookstore events or book tours as fun as they are, it's often not a super amazing return on your investment. Now, it's a wonderful way to connect with readers, which I think is such a huge part of this job, but it isn't often the way to recoup costs, to sell your books, Whereas if you throw some money at some Facebook ads or Instagram ads, which again, I'm not a super huge fan of, a lot of people are, but a lot of times people do see a return on their investment. Or maybe you want to spend your marketing dollars by hiring a publicist or a media coach or someone who's going to move the needle for you and your book and get it out into more hands, get more eyeballs on it. So really deciding where you want to put your attention. The next tip I would say is just really think outside of the box. I mean, I know that sounds kind of cliche, but in this day and age, there are so many ways that you can make a splash. Every book is kind of a new opportunity to try something different. And there are so many different strategies out there in ways that Authors have kind of bootstrapped it and and made it happen. One really popular way to do that is what's called a book bub featured deal. And this means um, when, you, when you get a book bub deal, your book is marked down significantly, either to 99 cents to $1.99 to $2.99. The promotion usually only runs for a day or two, sometimes longer, and you can sell thousands of copies within a day. a week. We did it for Not Her Daughter. I think we sold 8,000 copies. And it's a really easy way to actually hit a list um, and get your book noticed. So really kind of research different strategies that people have used um, for their books. Ask other authors, other authors who are bestsellers, or just do a little digging and research on your own. You can often find an interview with them about how they've done it. Uh, Or if you know people in your community, just ask. Um, I remember when I was asking a bunch of authors and one of my favorites, David Bell, was like, I'm not sure anyone really knows what the magic bullet is for getting a book to catch on. It takes a lot of teamwork from the publisher and the writer um, and just a lot of hard work and then some luck, quite honestly. So Everyone's kind of trying to figure out this strategy and what really sells books and what is the best strategy. But I think it's just kind of you try a bunch of different things and see what sticks, and you do things that actually feel really good to you, and you just ignore the rest. The next tip I would say is, and this is a simple one, but connect with other writers. Connect with other authors, authors in your genre, authors in your community authors at local conferences or events, author panels, authors on social media. Just get to know them and pick their brains and see how, how they have done it. Um, whether you're published or not, asking questions is still one of the most powerful tools there is. It's the only way that I learned anything before I launched, during my launch, after my launch. I am now not afraid to ask My publisher direct questions, my editor direct questions, my agent direct questions. Instead of like bitching about things behind, not behind their backs, but like to other people, go straight to the source. Be very direct. Remember that this is your career. It's something we preach on here all the time. This is your career. So you need to not only know your numbers, You need to trust your team, but you also need to ask questions and really stay in the know about things that are happening with your book and things that are happening in your career. And then the next thing I would say is ask for help. (laughs) This is something that I am terrible at, but with this third book, which again is launching today, I asked for help. It's a very unprecedented time. All my events have been canceled. All my conferences have been canceled. I'm sending outreach emails. It's something I do every single book launch to my community, either via a newsletter or personal emails. And I ask not only for people to buy the book, I supply all of the links to make their job very easy. So I supply links to local bookstores to support them during this time specifically but just in general it's always great to support local bookstores if you can i i supply all of my social media links i actually attach assets so like graphics or pictures of the book so it's easy to share and then always ask people to leave reviews either on amazon or goodreads it really does make a difference and again supplying those links right there in the email Everyone has it all in one nicely little contained few paragraphs. So it makes it very easy to click a button and share. And it's okay to ask for help. I know authors feel so uncomfortable about like, hey, here, here, buy my book. Like, how many times can I ask that? But you'd be shocked at what people are willing to do if you just ask. I think, and I'm guilty of this, There's so much like swirling around in social media in general. I I know so many people who put out books and like, I miss their publication days because I just happen to not be on Instagram on a Tuesday when their book came out and then I miss it. Or I'm not on Facebook for a few days or, you know, it's, it's so much information. Everybody's fighting for space and it's really easy to kind of get lost in the shuffle so when you send a direct ask, not via social media, but directly through an email, pick up the phone and call someone, send a mass text, whatever it is, and make it evident, really have some attention behind it so people you know, don't just like swipe and forget. Again, I am so guilty of that. But if you can, again, just ask for help, offer to do the same thing when they have a product to promote, it really can make the process a lot better. And then lastly, I would say just enjoy it. You know, I've put so much pressure on myself with this launch because I it looked one way, I had everything kind of all set up and then it all went to hell just like everybody else. And I've really lost some of my excitement around, this launch. And then I was like, you know what? Fuck that. I'm going to be excited. I still wrote a book. I'm lucky enough to get it published in this crazy climate. Hopefully it can provide some sort of, you know, solace or escapism (laughs) for certain people who want to read about a blind widow named Rebecca Gray, who believes her three-month-old Jackson her three month old son Jackson has been swapped for another baby and no one will believe her. Super light reading. But, um, I'm, I'm very, very grateful and I'm really trying to take the pressure off and just enjoy the ride. You know, authors again, put so much pressure on ourselves for launch day. It's like the destination point. And then if the first couple of weeks go by and then you don't make a list And everyone's asking you, uh, you know, have you made the list? Have you made a list? Have you made a list? Are you a bestseller yet? It can get very uncomfortable very quick. I remember being shocked when my first book, Not Her Daughter, came out. And I swear, every single person I saw or met, they were like, how many books have you sold? How many books have you sold? Are you a bestseller yet? And I remember being totally taken aback um, by that question because it's almost asking, like, hey, how much money have you made today? Um, or how much do you have in your bank account? And I'm as open as they come. But I remember when I got my numbers for my first week and we'd sold, you know, uh, thousands um, within those first couple of weeks instead of tens of thousands or whatever, I was so disappointed. But then, you know, my books luckily have had a very long sales tail and the books have continued to to really sell beyond those first two weeks, their first six weeks. And I've built slowly a solid foundation of sales. Now, do I want to have a bigger, better launch? Do I want to, you know, sell 250,000 books with one book in like two months? Sure, of course I do. But that's no longer solely what this is for me. At first, I think I got really fixated on the numbers. I became a little obsessive about you know figuring out ways. Like, let me see how this author did it. I'm going to do the same thing. But I think every author is different. Every team is different. Every publisher is different. And if you go into your launch with very clear-cut goals and expectations, and figure out what you're willing to do and what you aren't, you're setting yourself up for a much more pleasant experience. Um, During my first launch, I did, oh my gosh, I don't know, 30 plus events. I said yes to everything. And I remember I had one more event and it was really far away and we had already planned to drive to save money because we were really struggling at the time and I'd spent an exorbitant amount of money, personal money on my launch. And I called my agent, and my film agent was on the phone too, crying. Like, I cannot do this event. But it was an event that was for a lot of people. It was a ticketed event, so people had spent $50 for my book and a lunch, and I was going to talk for an hour. But I had nothing left inside my tank. I was exhausted. And both of them were like, you don't need to do this. But I sucked it up and I did do it because it was a ticketed event and I said that I would do it. And it ended up being a fantastic event. It (laughs) reinvigorated me. It kind of put the cap on the end of my tour and my debut novel. And it was absolutely a roller coaster. And in hindsight, I would have done a lot of things differently and I would have been I don't know, just I would have been a a lot more careful about how I spent my time and energy. And I don't think you have to do it any one way. You don't have to launch any one way. So keep that in mind, whether you have an upcoming launch, you've launched before, or you're just dreaming about a book launch one day Really make it your own. Ask other people what they've done. Kind of study the market. And then just decide what feels good to you and do those things. And if you like to reach out and kind of tell me different strategies or tactics that you've tried, whether you're self-published or traditionally published, I'd love to hear them. And I would also (laughs) super love if you would support your local bookstores. Go pick up a copy of Until I Find You by Rhea Fry, not Ray Frey, as we now know what my name is and how it's pronounced, hopefully. And I would be so appreciative um, to just continue to support this community. Please let me know how I can support you. We'll be back with a brand new episode with my partner in crime soon enough. And lots of exciting changes coming to our podcast very soon. We are so excited for what's in store for the rest of 2020 and 2021 hope you guys are well until next time